Welcome to Cut to the News Podcast, the weekly podcast from the How to Cut It Network, keeping you on the pulse of the hairdressing and barbering industry with the latest news, stories, and insights. So let's cut to the news with Dom Lehane. Hey, welcome back to Cut to the News. My name's Dom Lehane, and you are listening to the Cut to the News Midweekend. And this is where we're going to delve deeper into the stories that have been making the cut in the hair industry. Today, we are launching our new monthly residency where we are going to be bringing you the latest updates and news on social media to keep all of you content hair creators ahead of the game in this ever-changing landscape. And joining me for this new residency, I am so excited to welcome Vivian Johns, who is the founder of the Hairdresser's Social Club, a social media agency and management company that specialises in helping hair and beauty professionals with their social content. The Hairdressers Social Club offers hairdressing courses and mentorship programmes, and you can find them on Instagram at the Hairdressers Social Club or online at hairdresserssocialclub.com. So delighted to welcome Vivian Johns. Welcome along to Cut to the News Midweeker. Hello. Thank you so much. How cool is this? This is exactly what we need. Well, I'm really excited by it, Vivian. And so we launched our first midweeker this week, and I know we touched upon it, um, yeah, a few weeks ago or maybe a month ago. And I said, Vivian, we need your expertise to share your news and the things that I'm seeing you do on Instagram. So, so cool. So today you've picked out some news stories and updates that you're going to be sharing with us. So just to lead our listeners into this, you're going to be sharing a how the head of Instagram, Adam Bazzeri, is going to be explaining how rankings work. Also, we're going to learn about Instagram, how it's promoting getting a good night's sleep, and TikTok wants to up its e-commerce spend. So we're going to delve into this, our very first topic then, Vivian. Head of Instagram, Adam Mazzeri, he's explaining how rankings work. So far away, what's going on here? So interestingly, Adam Masseri has come back out again. So it's not the first time that he's come out to explain how ranking works on Instagram. Because the thing is, people are confused. Like, how do we get seen by the people who we want to see our content? And Adam Masseri came on. He does this um, ask me anything type of uh, stories and regularly goes on to his Instagram and talks about the, the questions that he's being asked day in, day out. So I would recommend that everybody follows him to see what he's up to. But I want to explain it to you in our hairdressing terms, because often that's the thing, isn't it? We hear about these changes, these updates, these features, and then we go, but how can we do, how can that relate to us in the hair industry? So the first thing that Adam talked about was that we talk about the algorithm And there isn't just one algorithm. The algorithm itself is a series of different algorithms that's measuring signals and and responses and your behavior online to see how interested you will be in certain content. Because if you think about it now, we are all following thousands of other accounts and they're all posting hundreds of thousands and millions of pieces of content every single day. It's impossible that we could see them all, right? So what I want you to understand is what Adam explained to us on Instagram is how ranking works so that you can show up in front of your clients better. Now, the biggest thing that he told us about was 
the signals are measuring how interested somebody is going to be in your content. And that will determine how close to the beginning of the stories you show up in front of your clients or how high up on the feed you'll show up in front of your clients. And both of those things are measured on a history of interactions. Now, I know I'm talking exactly like he did, but a history of interactions is all we're thinking about here is when you post a story, did somebody reply to that story? Did you put a sticker on your story, a slider poll or um, a poll? Did somebody answer a question? Did somebody send a, an emoji? Did somebody actually react to your story? So what you want to do to make sure that you show up in front of your clients and new clients who live in your area is you want to make sure that you are getting those reactions from your clients and people who, who see your content. So I would highly recommend to get these interactions up that you start to use all of the features on stories and on your news feed. So we've got a new feature on a news feed, which is polls. You might not have this yet. Some people do. I don't, which is so annoying because I want this more than anything. But there's a new feature that's on its way. It's rolling out, which is polls in your caption. So obviously, if people are interacting with your poll in your caption, you're going to show up higher on the news feed in front of them when they go onto their app. And the same works within the stories. It's all about trying to get front of that queue, Dom. Because we have to remember stories are still a huge part, aren't they? Stories are a huge part of connecting with the followers you already have. So stories won't get you seen by people who are new to you, but they help to nurture and connect and care for the followers you already have. And that's a huge part of what I promote inside the Hairdressers Social Club is, yes, we can always go and chase, chase, chase new followers, but are we forgetting about nurturing and connecting with and caring for the people who have already hit that blue button? So stories is a great way to show up in front of the followers you already have. And guess what? The thing is, they already love you. They already hit follow. So if you ask them a question or give them something to interact with in your stories, they're quite likely to to hit that button and to react. And, and also in your just on this story, you talk about interaction. It, it, are we punished if we don't interact quickly? In a um, comment, maybe. Somebody's commented on a post and, and it can be four or five hours before you go and comment back. I wouldn't use the word punished, but you would definitely be rewarded for quick action. So I would you wouldn't be punished necessarily if you didn't, but you will be rewarded and it'll kind of keep the algorithm or keep the momentum of your post going, you know, keep it nicely warmed up and fired up and I'm moving out of your out of your page and in front of other people if those interactions are happening in real time. Good idea to keep your notifications switched on. Yeah, but Dom, like at the same time, do you know what? I really do believe, and actually this will lead us into another story. I really do believe like you deserve to have downtime. Well, let's go into that next story then, Vivian. It's uh, Instagram uh, promoting getting a good night's sleep. Interested to hear about this one. Yeah, you might have actually seen this. I don't know if you've seen a pop-up that's come across your screen to tell you you've been online for X amount of time, you know, there's, um, there's, they've introduced a new feature called nighttime nudges. Now, really, this has started with parents 
and teenagers trying to monitor teenagers' behaviour online. And Instagram have kind of put out this new nighttime nudges feature to, you know, say to all of the mums and and dads out there, we're not going to actually turn your teen's uh, app off, but we're going to send them a little nudge to say, it's time to go to bed now. Um, Instagram is quite aware that obviously people get into scroll holes and blame social media for why they are not productive or, you know, all of these kinds of things. And they have put nighttime nudges there to help us to get a good night's sleep. I promote that myself personally. I like to turn my phone off at nighttime and actually put my phone down because we are very easily connected with by absolutely every single person online. And it can be really overwhelming for people. So use those nighttime nudges. You can turn them on in your settings. Use them. It will just give you that little reminder that like it's 10 p.m. now. Let's turn the phone off. Right. Our next topic and the the, the final topic that you're going to be sharing on this week's uh, Midweeker is that TikTok wants to up its e-commerce spend in 2024. Now, really fascinated about this one. Interesting. TikTok are putting a lot of weight behind TikTok shop and TikTok sellers in 2024. They've said they want to spend 10 times more on seller fees in 2024. So they want to literally go 10x on this. Now, this has TikTok shop and TikTok sellers have worked really, really well in China. And the Chinese do like amazing live stream selling. But that doesn't really go so well over here. Like I think that the European market, um, we don't love it. We don't love being sold to. So it's an interesting thing now. I want to put this out to people to have a little think about this. And, and maybe even get involved in a conversation with us about this on social media. Like, we'd love to know your thoughts on this. How do you feel once you realise you're being sold to? So bear in mind, TikTok is, we, we all know, we've all seen it, haven't we? TikTok made me buy it. You could be watching somebody's content and then all of a sudden you realise, you're like, oh, no, hang on a minute, this is an ad. Or you see the little, there's a little bubble comes up on the screen to, to sell you the product. And then all of a sudden you think, oh, is this genuine? So this is the thing. The European market, we're a little bit more suspicious, right? We're a bit more suspicious about being sold to. We like being recommended to. We love being influenced, but we don't like being directly sold to because we're on social media, we want to be entertained. And then as soon as we see a creator who is selling to us, we're like, no, Flick, don't want that, swipe. So the question is, could, if TikTok put 10 times more spend into their e-commerce and we're getting 10 times more selling TikToks and and we're seeing this 10 times more than we already do, which we already are feeling a bit oversold to, could this be the ruin of TikTok? What do you think, Tom? My thought would be, I don't mind... Being put in front or being put in front of me, things that I am interested in because I have interacted with those. I think I get more infuriated when I'm getting stuff which I'm just not interested in. So, 
I think it depends on how it's done. And I guess the algorithm will decide what's going to be put in front of me. Is that right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Algorithmically, what you've interacted with in the past, much like we said with Instagram, algorithmically what you've interacted with and actually what you've bought on TikTok shop in the past, you'll get sold more of that. You'll you'll be recommended the same type of products from from the same type of creators all doing the same thing. So if you find that you are actually seeing more and more selling content, then the best thing to do is hit not interested or don't engage with it at all. Try and swipe away as quickly as you can. And you start to retrain the algorithm then to be like, no, I'm not interested in this actually. But I think it's going to be hard to move on TikTok without being sold to. Because what is TikTok? What is TikTok right now? That's where I get a little bit confused. Yeah. So I actually did a class with TikTok. So I I worked alongside TikTok and it was so insightful. So TikTok don't see themselves as a social media app. And they actually really, really kind of like made that very clear straight away. This is not social media. They see themselves as a, a streaming service like Netflix. That's how they see themselves. They see themselves as an entertainment platform. So with that said, are we, is it like them putting ads into the middle of a, of a TV show we're watching? Yeah, is that how it, they're seeing it? It, it you know, is. And- I mean, yeah, it is. And look, I, I mean, I, I, yeah, I go into YouTube as well and YouTube obviously have their shorts now. And But I get very frustrated now with YouTube because, you know, we're always getting interrupted with ads and it's actually pulling me away from that. Uh, and so it comes back to your your point. It depends on how these get put in front of us. Does it, it re- ruin my enjoyment, my feed experience? Or, you know, as Instagram Reels works, it's very, it doesn't interfere particularly because you scroll past it quickly, let's be totally honest. And what gets in front of you, you, you stop on, you put the brakes on. Oh, I'm interested in that. That works. There's no problem with that. But I think it's, it depends on how it interferes with that. And I feel like it is with TikTok. What is this? Is it become just a short form version then of YouTube, which is providing us with social content entertainment? Um, that is his. And I'd be interested to hear how we as a hair industry, when we're talking to our clients, you know, who, who could be getting lit up by this idea and thinking I could sell this on TikTok. Who could this appeal to? Mm, it's interesting because with TikTok, extending the length of their uh, videos so you can you can do a video up to 30 minutes now and um, no they really way. are 30 minutes yeah 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 i yeah. always thought the, the the snappier vivian the, mm. the the better you know five five seconds 10 seconds that's what they want yeah well they are competing very heavily with youtube and the reason they're competing with youtube is because they want the ad spends they want the advertisers to spend money on the app but while you are creating short videos, there's no room for an advertiser to get in the middle of that. So like, think about YouTube, right? Where you're forced to watch a, a video before you can go on to watch it. You're forced to watch an ad, I should say, before you can go on to watch the rest of the video that you're in the middle of watching. So they're they're definitely trying to pick up and, and get, move in on some of that ad spend. So, I mean, TikTok is wants to make more money. And I, I feel like there, I don't know whether the greed will burn it out and the experience for us as a user will become so sold to that we start to move back to Instagram. What's your you prediction? Know? What do you feel? 
I am. That is actually my prediction. I actually think that in a couple of years' time, I think TikTok might actually eat itself alive. Really? So you 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 don't particularly like the way that this is going. I don't, and I, I, for us in the hair industry, I think that yes, it's a it's a great opportunity for us to make more money and make some money out of the content we already create. I think that's brilliant, but but I do wonder whether when we're constantly promoting products, you know, when we're maybe we're making a video, we're doing our own hair, we're talking about the products we're using, and we're actually selling the products within that content. I do wonder whether we start to lose trust with our followers and with our audience, whether people think, oh, there's Viv again, she's banging on about. Last week, she was telling me about that product. And this week, she's telling me about teeth whitening strips. You know, what, what do we have to believe? Does, does she just sell to us? Look, this, this has lit me up already. I love this topic. I love talking to you, Vivian. It's just brilliant. And that's why we wanted to do this on the cut to the news podcast. So look, thank you so much for joining us for the first one. We're going to kind of bring you back again in a month's time because I know yes. I'll be interested to hear what's actually going on. There'll be so many updates coming from this you. This is the you, thing, yeah, right? Look, this is the thing. It doesn't stand still and neither should we. But I know a lot of people do like to work with you, connect with you. So please just remind us where they can access more on everything that you're sharing out there on social and your training and mentorship. Yeah, you can find me on Instagram at the Hairdressers Social Club and my website is www. Do we need to say that anymore? I don't think we do. But, <laughs> you, no, know, you know, I somebody did say old. to us once, they said, so do we, I think we've all worked that one out. But yeah, we do. We, it's habit. It's habit. <laughs> oh, I'm showing my age now. <laughs> on the World Wide Web, <laughs> thehairdressersocialclub.com. <laughs> amazing. Amazing. Look, so thank you so much, Vivian. It's been absolutely ace. Thank you so much. See you next month. Now be sure to join us every Friday when we bring you the headline and bite-sized news stories that are making the cut in this ever-evolving hair industry. So to make sure that you never miss our Friday and midweek episodes of Cut to the News, then subscribe to the show wherever you get your podcast from. That's it then for today. I want to say thank you for tuning in and I look forward to catching up with you on Friday. Goodbye. Thank you for listening to Cut to the News with Dom Lehane, a podcast produced and published by the How to Cut It Network, a hair professional network, podcasts and community at howtocutit.com.